Yeah, so uh, welcome to the pre-show, everybody. Thanks for hanging out early. We appreciate it. But uh, we were talking about the national championship game going on, and I was Taylor was like, oh, I'm missing it because he wasn't like that. But he did mention it. I did. And, I mean, I actually, I actually yeah. do enjoy watching football, so I am eager. Exactly. I'll be able to and, see the end of the game, though. So yeah, for sure, for sure. And I used to be into football. Okay, I used to be into all kinds of sports. I'm still into like hockey. Hockey's fun. Not into it as I'm as much as I was. Playoff baseball is probably when I get the most interested in sports. Yeah, it's like the best of the best of the best every fucking game, and it's just. I mean, I, I'm just a big fan. Theoretically, of that's how like every sport is during the playoffs. Well, I mean, true, but <laughs> baseball's a little bit. Baseball's just unique. I guess okay, baseball I guess has like a it. narrower field than. Like, yeah, it, and it is also true that they play so many damn games, you know. But, yeah, it's hard to watch during the season, dude. It's really hard to watch. Yeah, Andy chimed in hockey. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of hockey, dude. Hockey playoffs, as am some I. Of the, some of the best shit ever to watch. I don't care what you're doing. Um, but he's talking about football, and I'm an Eagles fan, right? I'm originally from Allentown, Pennsylvania. That's where I was born. I moved when I was like ten, but it's one of the things I remember with my grandfather, right? Like watching. Eagles games and the and the Phillies, you know, Phillies was a bigger deal. I cried when the Phillies won that World Series, you know, some some time ago. Um, but when the Eagles won, it was like, all right, great. And I was like, thought to myself, I don't have to watch football anymore. It was kind of like, I, you know what I mean? I paid off this, this like you paid your legacy, you know, thing. And because, dude, honestly, football is kind of boring. Okay. They do something, it takes like five seconds, and then we wait 45 seconds for them to do another thing. I mean, like with anything else, right? Like it's kind of boring. This is true of sports in general, and probably true true of like anything in general, right? Like if you're not invested in it, it's going to be pretty miserable. Like the main trick complaint against soccer, right, is that like goals are so rare. But they always move in the ball. They are always moving the ball. That is true. That's like hockey's the best of both worlds, you know. Even though hockey only well, and NBA too, you know, NBA there's always a play. You know, they're always yeah. doing a play. You know, there's not a lot as much slowdown, but it's just really hard for me to imagine, imagine how popular the NFL is with all of the stoppage. You know, it's it's almost like a heart attack. It's like, all right, I'm all cool and calm. And then, bam, well, there's a trade off there, right? Like, it is a trade off. The trade off, sure. like, that does arguably build tension in a way that, you know, you don't necessarily have the thing. You are not. But you're not going to be talking about, like, football being slow and then also in the same breath talk about baseball being exciting. No, baseball is definitely slow. But it, yeah. and it is, that's why I gave you that caveat with football because baseball yeah. is the same way, especially in the playoffs because anything can happen at any fucking time the Phillies proved it in the playoffs this last you know uh year they didn't go as far as they wanted because the team that won cheated but I hmm. won't go there um <laughs> uh, I mean they are they have documented evidence of the Astros they cheating cheat. but... they did cheat but um I also used to have a gambling problem let's not go there let's get the show started <laughs> You don't think anybody will watch that garbage? Some people will watch anything, Scarlet. It's true. It's true, Red. And I, I recently rewatched the uh, GI Joe that had the Rockies Retaliation. Dude, that movie's amazing. Okay. <laughs> oh, the one from uh, like the second live action when they tried. Yeah, the one that's got, uh, uh... That's pretty good, yeah. See, now I'm blank on everyone's names. Greetings, Geeks. Welcome back. It's it had a... This geeky com- Bruce Willis is in it. Bruce that's Willis is briefly in it. Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. skip on the intro there. Go ahead and do that. No. Uh, but, uh, it's another episode yeah, of this Geeky Comics Outward Thieves comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Anyway, but yeah, it's um... over and Taylor hour for right now. Dave's supposed to come back. I think he's... I hope so, I don't but... know. He's got yeah, the second G.I. Joe was a huge it. improvement over the first one. I mean, the Dude, first one was, like, cartoony Dude, and Ray campy Park and everything like that. that. But, yeah, Ray that's Park the guy I was trying to think of, Ray Park. Yeah, he was... He's Snake Eyes, yeah. Um, I mean, everybody... There's a lot of good actors in that fucking movie. Yeah. They really are, and not just The Rock, who, I don't know if The Rock is... A- the guy who was Firefly in the movie, like, I couldn't tell you his name, but, like, I've seen him in a whole he bunch of, like... shit. Yeah, though, he's, like, he's one of those action movie guys, you know, and he usually plays, yeah, like, a pretty like a skeezy guy. he's, like, a B-action movie sort of guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, very underappreciated movie. Just saying, I had it on the background the other day when I was doing. It's shit, easily the best away. live action GI Joe movie. Yeah, although its competition is uh, that Snake very, Eyes movie and uh, that really <laughs> bad first one with like uh, yeah. Channing yeah. Tatum. It's easy for Bumblebee to be the best Transformers movie. Yeah. yeah. It's really easy, even though there's like eight of those motherfuckers. I will say uh, for the anyway, record, though, the Snake Eyes movie was significantly better than that first live action one. I hate this. Again, Eyes that movie, was but, yeah. that is a really low bar to clear, but yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, is the zoom okay on this? Should I go one bigger? I think I might have go one bigger. Uh, let me pick the right fucking screen. No, that's gonna ruin it. Yeah, that's, that's gonna fine. ruin it. Let's, no, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know better than I. Go ahead. Yeah, this looks fine. Uh, Anyway, we're talking about new comics coming out this week. I know everyone's watching the football game, the college football game, as we mentioned. That's where Dave went. He's like, oh, I got proms. (laughs) You got 50 bucks on TCU or whatever. That rascal. Um, But some good image books this week. It's actually a really big week for Marvel, and DC may have their biggest book of the year this week. Um, All Against All, number two, continues that book. Let's look at Black Cloak, number one, though. Uh, It's a Kelly Thompson book, known for her work over at Marvel. Hmm. Uh, Meredith McLean doing some some art on this. Um, uh, An all-new series, uh, Blade Runner style, mixed with saga-esque drama. I hate when they say saga-esque drama. That's like the go-to. It's almost like a name drop. You know, I, I don't like that. Um, but I'm I, in on this. I'm I guess that's conveying this. the idea that it's like interpersonal drama is like the main right. crux of the book. Right. Okay. That's my thoughts on it. Um, a sci-fi blend as two black cloaks try to solve a, the murder of a beloved prince. Um, the last city in the known world. I, I don't know. It seems like a fantasy sort of. Okay. So I guess that's the Blade Runners. It's all dystopian and shit. Yeah. Uh, art is a little unique here. You know, still looks fine. Um I'm really interested in reading the story, though, from Kelly Thompson and her creator-owned stuff. Yeah, uh, it is a triple-sized first issue for only five bucks, so it's definitely. Oh, that's a good value. Up. Yeah, it yeah. Um, yeah, Kelly Thompson is definitely the uh, the draw there for sure. Yeah, uh, it comes with a Jeff DeCall cover. It's got a Christian Ward cover. It's got a Momoko cover. It's got two Tula Latoy Lote, sorry, Lote covers. Uh, one, you know, the naked cover, which is the one to grab if you can find it. So, yeah, that looks really cool. Uh, moving on, Bloodstained Teeth. Fantastic series. Um, you know, it's up to issue eight now. Go find that first trade. It'll be cheaper than, you know, buying the issues almost. But uh, my one of my picks of the week, the finale of the second chapter of the Bone Orchard Mythos, Black Feathers number five. Uh, just can't rave enough about this series. It's just been so good. Um, Jeff Lemire didn't even get an official call out in my top three. He got like his own call out, you know, in my best of 2023, um, because I had such a good time with every fucking thing he did. My whole top three just could have been made up of, of, you know, all my best of 2023 could have been made up of just shit he was doing. But, um, alas, yeah. End of black feathers, Andy. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet cause I know it's going to be good. Um, well, it's something I, I always look forward to is the uh, I've last issue in the mini, right? Because that means it's yeah. getting a trade soon. Exactly, exactly. And there's two trades to buy with this. You want to buy that first one, Passageway yeah. 2. You know? But, I mean, I don't know. You can read them separately, but, man, why not? Why not? And, again, when these are all collected, they're going to look amazing sitting on a shelf, all all beautiful. Mm. Um, bunch of variants for that one as well. Dark Ride number four, it's like a haunted, demonic amusement park it's so much fun it's such a it's dark ride but man it is such a fun ride a lot of variants for that one as well uh dead lucky in the masterverse gospel number three man i don't even remember what this is about um ancient woodland looks like some fantasy thing i don't even remember reading the first two issues of that so maybe i'll want to go back uh some more spawn we'll talk about spawn in a minute before we you know do what we do least we can do um this looks okay, or it's been okay, but, but I mean, the, it, Image is having like an amazing run right now. You know, just so many fucking damn good books. It's just brilliant. Little Monsters number nine, more Jeff Lemire. Um, Nemesis Reloaded, Mark Millar coming back to his, you know, creator owned. Evil Batman. Batman. Yeah, what if Batman was the Joker, basically? Uh, Jorge Jimenez doing the art, almost worth it just for the Jimenez art, even if you haven't been keeping up with Nemesis. Um, but you should be. It's really fucking good. 
Wasn't there like some brouhaha back when the uh, first uh, series of Nemesis came out about it being like a show or a movie or something? No, Mark Millar made a deal with Netflix. He's got like an exclusive first look where Netflix is going to, you know, adapt some of his shit. And one of those ones that was rumored to be one of the first on the slate was Nemesis. Um, that's when superheroes were different, you know, and we weren't in like a weird recession where we're not in a recession. Everything just costs more. Um, and, and, and Warner brothers is just canceling projects to, for tax write-offs and shit, you know, yeah. it's weird, dude. It's really weird. But, um, yeah, they're getting a bunch of fucking covers for Nemesis too. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. A quietly cover, a Steve McNiven cover, a Fiona fucking Staples cover. We were talking last week, Nemesis. right, about Image not doing Likes. so many variants, but they have clearly abandoned that for this week, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's just a matter of them being the go-to place for these big-name writers who want to make more money. They know the collectible market is hot. They know Nemesis is bound to get an adaptation. Uh, same thing with a lot of these other books, you know, that have like Black Cloak. I know that's what they're looking for that, right? So if we have a naked to a Tula Lote cover, that book's going to shoot up as soon as this gets greenlit. You know what I mean? And that's what they're counting on. That's what they're counting on for yeah. the collectors to pick those up. Nothing against that. That's not like a. a I mean, no, I mean, one that's, way or the other. that's a fine way for them, for artists to get more work, for um, them to get more money. So, hey, you know. Yeah. Seems yeah, like a victimless thing. Struggle. Yeah, there seems to be this like rift between collectors and readers, and it's like, man, just shut up. It's, I mean, honestly, if the collectors can, can like, reason get want. all these damn variants, and I could just pick up like the non-special like main cover of the book, that's better for me. You know, it makes it more likely that yep. I'm gonna be able to get the book. Exactly, dude. Uh, I did want to talk about Spawn because we had one before, but it wouldn't be a week without either Kirkman or McFarland, and we do get a, a McFarland, and it's a Mike Del Mundo on mm. sort of a standalone Spawn miniseries. Uh, this is very compelling to me. I'm not sure if I'm going to enjoy it. I've liked Spawn before, but I'm not like one of these Spawn guys. You know what I mean? I'm not like... Yeah, like Spawn so is a character Spawn, that but... I appreciate from a distance. Yeah, and that's what I think this is. This is kind of distance. Because look, it's only two issues. One of two. Yeah. So and hey, I mean, Mike Del Mundo drawing Spawn just looks fucking awesome, I gotta say. Exactly. And that's that's the reason I wanted to mention that. Um, that also has a, a, Del Mundo, a Del Mundo Virgin variant, because that's what we do. I call them naked variants. I don't know why. Is that something different? I did not think that's what you were talking about. Actually, I was like... Yeah, it doesn't have, head, like, like, the trade dress on there. About? It doesn't have yeah. the dress on there. Like, it doesn't have the logos or any of the markings for the public. Okay. Yeah, virgin. I always call them naked. Anyway, Time Before Time and Two Graves, uh two good books that just keep on going. And Zombie versus Robots gets collected for 20 bucks. Definitely worth a visit if you haven't before. Moving on to Boom, uh I think the only thing to mention over here, Damn Them All's been fine, not really my cup of tea, but it's been fine. Mm -hmm. Sort of like a hard-boiled like British sort of thing. Uh Grim Number 7 is great though. It's kind of like a Grim Reaper goes rogue and trying to figure yeah, out what's um, going on. And there's it is a shame David street. didn't get here in time for this because this yeah. is one of the books that he likes to talk about. Yeah, he does really enjoy this book. One of his favorites uh, in recent memory. And the art. I always solid. think it just sounds like Yu Yu Hakusho. But hey, I love Yu Yu Hakusho. So that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know that's an anime that I have never seen or know of. But still, uh, know your station Filthy, number two. Casual. Yeah, uh, not bad. It's like an ultra wealthy sort of thing. It's on a space station. There's a bunch of rich people, and we're basically following like one of the workers there as they trudge along through their day. I remember saying murder. before that this sounded like Elysium. That uh, it does. Neil it very much. It very much reminds me of Elysium. That Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt fucking Damon. Uh, something is killing the children. Continues number twenty-eight and specs number three of four. This has been a surprisingly fun series about a couple of boys. They're young adults, teenagers, who get those glasses, like in the back of the comic, this, the the X-ray specs. But it yeah. ends up granting them wishes with like these weird twists, you know, where man, I wish you didn't have to suffer anymore. And like the dude like dies, you know, weird shit going on in this. 
Um, it's from David M. Boer, great writer. Um, Chris Sheehan, also a friend of his on, on social media. Just a great book from them, honestly. So much fun. Uh, that's it from Boom this week. Moving on to Dark Horse, Assassin's Apprentice continues. That's an adaptation of the novel. Um, Masquerade continues. That's like a superhero thing set in that one universe they got. And One's number three of four. This is Bendis' current book. It's just okay. Uh, we also get some Star Wars there. That's nice. That's nice. High Republic Adventures. That's the all-ages shit set yeah. in the, uh, what is it called? The middle universe almost. There's the Old Republic, and then there's there's where we're at now. Yeah, and there's, like, it's kind of it's recent enough there, that, like, Yoda was alive, but, like, yeah. way, way before, like, the main movie yeah. timeline. Yeah. Uh, and not bad. We're going to get that a whole lot of that this year. You know, eight issue series there. So uh, moving on to IDW crashing number four, uh, not as good as I wanted it to be. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. It really feels like a, it's like a superpower, super power, a superhero doctor nurse, like a night nurse sort of character, but yeah. she's like a drug addict and she's, you know, unstable. It's kind of fun in that way, but just wasn't what I was expecting. I was, I was expecting more. Uh, other stuff. Oh, look, Dave's chiming in from uh, YouTube. He's having some trouble, obviously. Maybe he'll hey, be Dave. here by the time we're through the Marvel stuff. Oh, so basically at the end? Well, that is when we at need him most. That is, Yeah, true. that's when we need him the most because I there is nothing that looks very good um, there. But we get some Godzilla and we get some My Little Pony from IDW. That's it. Really uh, feeling no, no G.I. Joe, no no transformers really feeling it idw i know you're kicking it with the star trek but something got to give something got to give i mean as long as they have the my little pony license they'll be able to keep the lights on i don't know about that i mean valiant keeps the lights on with one book a month so i mean do they though i honestly don't don't think that's sustainable so i mean i don't know i don't know here's dave chiming in hi guys hey guys hey Hey, i wish you were here you could be yeah sorry for your computer troubles man you have the link uh, moving on to DC, uh, Distinguished Competition, Batman and the Joker Deadly Duo. This is the Sylvester book. It's been okay. It's an okay story. It feels a little dated, um, but the art's amazing. That Mark Sylvester art, hard to compete. Um, Batman Adventures continue. This is the animated series sort of continuation book, um, and it's the debut. Sounds really fun. Um, I mean, it's... It's Burnett and Dini, you know, returning to the animated series. I mean, if you've ever been yeah. a fan of Batman, that's probably where you're the fan of Batman from. And, yeah, there's no reason not to pick this up. It's going to make a beautiful trade, though, if you wanted to wait uh, till next year. More Batman with Scooby-Doo and more Batman with Batman Incorporated. Batman Incorporated has been a whole shit ton of fun. Uh, I like that team. I think it's, a, you know, it's interesting. So, And then we get Batman Urban Legends. I'm pretty sure this is the last issue of this. It's not going to tell us here, but... Wouldn't it be 24, uh, though? Yeah, it is. The final showdown. This is the last issue. No. no. That's what's weird. And I can I can show you. I could go to uh, Lunar, but I know. I read it. This is the final issue. I mean, I believe It's going to be just... interesting because you do bring up that point. Yeah, you do bring up that point that I was going to bring up that, yeah, ending on an odd number is kind of weird when you're going to try to collect. Yeah, usually you uh, keep them divisible by odd... six. This is an odd sort of way to collect the book. Because it's an anthology where the stories were broken up into three or four, sometimes five issues. So they may just collect those. All right, we're just going to collect these five stories. And then here's five. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've got to come up with something unique. But there ain't no way I'm buying a trade. Well, I guess we'll see. When they're, not yeah. collecting, when they're collecting bullshit stories that I don't want. I want maybe one or two of the stories. They should probably there. just do the trades for all the individual storylines instead of like, you know here's a trade half of it you don't want to read you know they should yeah they should republish them as one shots i'm sorry they should they should just republish them as fucking one shots and let me buy them because those are the ones i want you know it could be ten dollar one shots but i'll buy, I'll still buy it and it's just reprinted mm. material you ain't paying nobody uh danger street number two tom king i know you enjoyed this uh i don't think you we actually reviewed it on the show i think we had yeah i think that's one of the weeks we missed yeah but i think yeah, but I know you enjoyed this. You talked about it, right? You had a good time with this. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I, I don't know if you and I talked about it, but yeah, I enjoyed it enough. I mean, this is Tom King's, like, give him characters that no one gives a shit about and just let him, let like, him do whatever you know, go wants. wild. Yeah. 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 He excels there. 
He definitely does. Flash number 123 is a facsimile. Uh, probably the most famous Flash cover, if not one of the most famous covers. Yeah, I would time. say for sure yeah, uh, most beautiful. famous Flash cover, but yeah, it is up there. This for created most the multiverse of all time. This created, yeah, this I established mean, the multiverse first. First, more before Marvel, before any other company. It's my understanding that this is the cover that established that a multiverse exists in comics. I forget um, who it was, but some uh, writer put forward the uh, argument that this is the most important issue of DC Comics ever printed because it introduced the I idea mean, of the multiverse. Um, yep. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, that leads us to Flash 790, a series that has just been so much fun. Of course, they're going to keep this going. They're actually doubling this up starting very soon. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be at that 800th issue in fucking no time, you know, by the end of the year, right? Yeah. They start doing two a month. You know, it'll be in no time that they'll have those out. So Even if they really don't, they'll probably series. hit it, even if they just do one a month, you know? Uh, well, yeah, but I'm sure they want to get – well, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And, and Flash is having kind of a, a comeback. All of DC Comics is having a comeback. Oh, I love that cover, day. that variant there. Yeah, I was about to show off. I love that cover. My favorite part of this cover is the nuance there on that flash watch. Oh, that's freaking great. Look at his, the dude taking, he took his gun apart. Oh, that's rad, yeah. dude. Yeah, a lot of detail there. Love that shit. Um, there's another nice, you know, nice cover, Mustafa. Uh, Harley Quinn 24 is the second printing. Human Target number 10. It looks like we're getting a double dose of uh, Tom King this week. Uh, and it's getting a one in twenty-five Jeff to call cover. Damn, that's going to be hard to find, but damn, it's beautiful. Man, that's gorgeous. That is Man. a good cover, yeah. Mm. Yeah, if you ain't down with Human Target yet, there's no way for you to get in. Just wait until it's done. It's hard-boiled, kind of. I don't know if I want to say it's like tongue-in-cheek, but there are some parts that are kind of tongue-in-cheek. It is going you know, for like but... a noir vibe for sure. Yeah, but yeah. like. It's yeah. taking, like, you know, the grim, gritty, noir genre, but it also has, like, bright, colorful superheroes in it. So it is a pretty interesting mix. Mm -hmm. For sure. I am Batman number 17. Still loving that series. Uh, but here's the big one. $6 for the regular cover. The Lazarus Planet Alpha number one. Here it is. It's a big deal somehow. Man, they are uh, not waiting a minute after Dark Crisis ended before them to get on this, huh? Yeah, and I did read. I did read. You should read Dark Crisis as well as uh, Batman versus Robin number four um, to get caught up on all of the goings on here. Uh, it is more Mark Wade. This is basically Mark Wade's baby. Um, I'm in, dude. I'm all in. I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Well, I, I do trust Mark Wade, so that does uh, up its stock quite a lot for me, but. I am a little fatigued on DC event right now, though. Yeah. Lots. Right. Lots of variant covers, man. A whole, whole lot of variant covers. They are I really mean, pushing monkey prints on a lot of these, you know? Dude, they really are. Mark Wade must just really have a, a thing for him. But I heard they're going to try to make a monkey king by the end of the year. Mm. And I don't know how that's going to work. I hope it involves Grodd. That's my favorite part. Of the monkeys in DC, just saying. Um, Suicide Squad Blaze. This was like a uh, black label book. It was solid. Uh, Swamp Thing Green Hell, second printing. Swamp Thing Green Hell, second printing. Does this mean we're finally going to get Green Hell? Finally. Are we going to get it soon? I don't know. Uh I mean, Wild God, it's been, it's, it's legitimately been, been close to a year, honestly. Homeboy got sick, man. Dude doing the art got sick. And I mean, I understand off. everything, but just, yeah, it's unusual it to have such a, mon this is like uh last Ronin territory, like gap oh, between dude. books at this point. Yeah. Uh, Wildcats number three and Wonder Woman 795. Uh, it does get a cool David Nakayama cover that I want to show off. Shit, I'll show off the Mitch Gerard's cover too. Fuck it. Cause they're both beautiful. DNA, come on, cover. There it is. DNA cover, David Nakayama. Mm -hmm. Just gorgeous. I think that, ah, maybe that's not David Nakayama. Either way, it's beautiful. And then, no, the other one was the Mitch Gerard's cover. This is the David Nakayama cover. Mm -hmm. They just, pre diamond stupid. Diamond dumb as hell. 
That's a beautiful cover, though, man. Great stuff. Uh, going on to Marvel, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 17 continues the Dark Web storyline. Sorry, Spider-Man ain't been good. Remember how much I bitched about Dan Slott's run? Man, I wish we were back on Dan Slott's run. It was so Oh, Dan Slott's run Dan was Slott. great compared to a lot of the stuff that's come oh, after. I mean, the gosh. Nick uh, Spencer run was no good. Um, this is... I, I gave up on this before it really started. Yeah, dude. I'm not enjoying Dark Web at all. Even the X-Men books are just kind of meh. But... Uh, oh, we do get like these Disney covers. Disney celebrating its hundredth anniversary, which is kind of weird. So it's like the original Avengers cover, but with you know. Yeah. Disney well, that's characters. Avengers number five, the one with Captain America. Oh yeah, number yeah. five. Yeah. yeah, first cat, first Captain America. Yeah. Actually, it says "What if?" So I wonder if they're playing off of a "What if." But I don't. Maybe because there are some "What ifs" that are also like homage covers with a twist, you know. So yeah. Eh, who the fuck knows? It's a weird money grab, but hey, whatever. Get that money. I mean, it's a, it's JR, fine. JR I mean, it's a cute so idea. Yeah, yeah. And if you're into Disney, hell yeah, go for it. You know, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, War Across Time, number one. This is the Paul Levitz, Alan Davis book. This is trying to take advantage, like a lot of those X Men books do, on like, you know, revisits to classic stories. You know, Peter yeah. David's been doing this shit. Even what's his name? Larry Hama was doing stuff like this. That being um, said, Alan Davis drawing a book is definitely something that piques it, my interest. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And a lot of great uh, variants for that as well. Black Panther number 13. This is coming to an end pretty soon. A lot of Black Panther pa fans are happy about that. I know you're amongst them. You hate to see when a book gets canceled at all, but you really had a yeah. problem with this book from the start. Uh, I enjoyed it, especially after the run where he went to fucking space. I couldn't stand that galactic well, civilization. Will kind of I guess we're just of two opinions it. on that one. I enjoyed the yeah. I enjoyed Tanahisi Coates' run. Um, yeah, it had and, moments, yeah. but it when he went into space, I was like, yeah. But I mean, Im immediately in the John in the Ridley one, like he took away the crown. He he took T'Challa's like uh, political power away, and basically made him a bad guy having to clean up a mess. Um, and I can understand how that would rub people the wrong way, but I loved it. I loved him doing that shit. Anyway, moving on to Captain America, Symbol of Truth, easily the second best Captain America book ongoing right now. Um, that's not to say it's bad. It's actually really good. It's good, but it is yeah. it is saddled with a difficult comparison because that Sentinel Liberty book is it's amazing. Yeah, it's that being said, wild. like I'm really loving Sentinel Liberty. This book is definitely worth picking up just for the art alone, though. I mean, that page is yeah, mm, yeah, Chef's kiss. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. RB Silva killing it on the art. Great motion in the art. Great, just the emotion in the faces has been really good. I will uh, say though, I the one thing that's kind of been bugging me about this book, like, are we supposed to know who this White Wolf guy is? Was he an established no, character so. before? They keep talking no, about this so. place that they're from and like, you know, like, oh, we're ending the system of apartheid. And like, I have no fucking idea what this place is yeah. or who these people are. Yeah, I don't know who that is either, man. I don't know who that is either. Uh, nah, Scotty Young getting an homage cover. Yeah, it's good, though. It uh, is Carnage number nine. Um, I think this is Ram V still continuing this horror book. I, I know no one who's reading this. I know I'm not reading it. I am just not a fan of Carnage at all. I am a fan of horror yeah. and comics, but. Marvel's horror side tends to be way too like big and you know shit like. I mean, that. I, I don't know. Carnage is just Carnage is not for us, you know, and that's that's fine. Yeah. People can enjoy Carnage. Yeah. I I don't really like Venom, and I especially don't like Carnage. But you know, that's it's whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, um, Daredevil. Some hell yeah. Now, dude. Uh, Chip Zdarsky, uh, Ra Rafael De La Torre, Marco Cicchetto doing the cover. Uh, this is wonderful. We're finally getting some of this big pun shit going on. Uh, we get a great shot of fucking Electra and Matt having this amazing conversation, you know, and her getting pissed. Oh, I, that's my favorite part of the book is their relationship. Since Zdarsky has been on this book, that's been my favorite part is their yeah. relationship. Uh, when Electra took over, you know, being a daredevil, it, it, it just worked so well for me. I will always read Zdarsky shit. Um, until he lets me down and he hasn't yet. So just happy they're getting that Punisher shit in there, man. Yeah. Uh, Dark Web Miss Marvel. Did you read the first issue of this? 
I know I you were not. thinking about picking it up. Yeah, it was well, just okay. It's I love exactly, Miss Marvel, but this yeah. I think I'm just I am out of the dark web. You know, I'm just yeah. I'm gonna let this she one pass Limbo. me by. She in limbo now. Oh it. lord. Yeah, it's wild, dude. But it's it's just okay because of the dark web. Like you said, the dark web shit, you know, brings it down. Um Ghost Rider number 10, Ben Percy's. It's weird that Ghost Rider is Ben Percy's third best book at fucking Marvel. It's weird because he's introduced this exhaust character. He's got like this mysterious CIA agent who's all into the occult, you know. And man, it is, it's been scary. It's been like a real good horror book. Look at that. That's wild, dude. That is some crazy shit going on. Look at Ew, that. Speaking I of mean, like horror at Marvel, jeez. Yeah, but this one really hits it. It feels like it's more contained in itself. You know, Carnage feels big. You know, yeah. this doesn't feel as as big. But, man, it's so good. It's so good. I don't know how Ben Percy can get Juan Jose Rip to do a Wolverine book, but can't get him to do a fucking Ghost Rider book. Come on. More Rip at Marvel. More Juan Jose Rip, please. Uh, but yeah, a bunch of different variants for that, for Exhaust, man. That, he's a cool character, and I hope we see a lot more of him. Uh, Legion of X number nine, I think this is the penultimate issue. I only see another issue, one other issue solicited for this. This has okay. been bottom tier. This has been bottom yeah, tier. it's definitely X-Bros. bottom tier X-Bros, which isn't to say that it's bad, but... It's just not very good. I could only get so many X-Men books, and this one is very yeah. much like you know, lost in the wash for me. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, Mary Jane and Black Hat number two, still another um, a dark web tie-in. Great covers for that, though. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Demonized variant, whatever that means anymore. Uh, Mech Strike gets collected. Miles Morales number two. This is a big one for me this week, man. I love that first issue. I know you have a problem with it being a little bit too first issue syndrome, you know, setting up. But, I'm hoping we can get you over, man. You know, not that you hate. Oh, I did. I did not think it was bad at all. I'm definitely picking yeah. up the second issue. Yeah, man, I'm all over this shit. I'm so excited to read, and it's a good Superman. You know, it feels like it's throwback to what Peter Parker used to be, but we have that now with Miles Morales. Yeah, and there's different angles there, and it's it's not just a rehash, but it is revisiting sort of that same tone and feeling. I mean, honestly, ever since Friendly Neighborhood by Tom Taylor ended, Miles Morales has far and away been the Spider-Man to read, you know? Oh, look who it is! Oh, for sure, man. Love this homage cover here. Oh, it's Big D in the hizzy. What's up, dude? He still can't hear us. Monica Rambeau, Photon number two. Uh, First issue, that was just okay. Uh, It does have a Momoko uh, homage variant. That is very nice. Very nice. That is pretty, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Dave's here, but we can't. Yeah, we can't hear you, bro. Yeah, he's he going to go. Yeah, he's got here. some major problems. Moon Girl and Devil, Dinosaur number two. Uh, all ages sort of book. Not really my cup of tea, but the first issue was exactly as you'd expect it to be for a, a young reader sort of book. Yeah. Um, definitely advise you to pick that up. This is getting ready for that show. There's an animated show coming. Yeah, um, so that's uh, I think due out sometime this year, really right? Really hot. Yeah, I think it's really soon, dude. I think it's really, really soon. Uh, great stuff there. Moon Knight number nineteen, always a winner. Um, Predator number six. If you're into Predator, I think you might dig that. I'm not sure. Dave's back, maybe. Uh, David Pepos is. Oh, Dave, can uh, you hear us? Savage Avengers continue. Can you hear me? No, not really, yes. Dave. It still doesn't I can hear you. Great. Okay, I, I can hear you now. Oh, Good enough, Dave. Just got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Well, we're hot in Marvel now, bro. So you came in just when we needed you most because we're yeah, about to exactly. get to the everything else section. Everything else section. Oh, joy. Yeah. Uh, Secret Wars is get, getting collected. That's pretty hot. Um, hold on. Let me go back up because I think I might have missed something that I wanted to mention. <coughs> yeah. There's a House of M omnibus coming out. 125 bucks. Oof. But, man, uh, arguably my it? favorite Marvel event of all time. It is, dude. I think it's worth it. It collects a whole bunch of books. You know? I'm not as Secret over the moon Wars about it awesome. as you are, but yeah, this was yeah. this was one of those seminal moments. You know, this was a it this really was a big was, big deal for such a long long time. Man, there really, the so Krakoa stuff is like they just finally started. Like, this is the biggest shift in the X Men until Krakoa. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and arguably this might have been yeah, the bigger for one. Sure. 
Yeah, this led to decimation. This led to some of my favorite books of all time. Without decimation, there would have been no, you know, Madrox book. And then there would that wouldn't have led into the X Factor investigations, you know, and shit, Mutant Town and District X. Oh my gosh, just some of the best shit. But yeah, it collects a whole, whole bunch of stuff and it's all awesome. I love every tie-in. I love every fucking uh, page and panel of the original work. Um, it's just so great, dude. It's one of my favorites of all time. Secret Wars probably gets that, but I could argue against myself for House of M. You know, I really could. Secret Wars for me, but yeah, House of M is definitely one of those. Like, you should read it in some form, you know, if you haven't already. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. A uh, lot of, oh, since the Sinister Poster getting us primed for that, uh, but a lot of Star Wars, the new Darth Vader issue um hidden empire gets a second printing high republic gets issue number four um so yeah there you go mandalorian which is a direct adaptation of the first season don't be fooled number seven so we're not not, uh, breaking new ground there then yeah really not worth getting if you've seen the show yeah unless you're a collector if you haven't seen the show why are you getting it (laughs) yeah i only read star wars comics i'm a fucking elitist uh, Tiger Division number three, really my cup of tea here either. It's like a brand new team. It leaned into it a little bit too hard early, and I just really lost interest. So, but anyway, uh, maybe I'll catch up here, you know, in a month or two. Wolverine number 29, Juan, Jose, Rip. Yeah, we were talking about a Legion of XB, a bottom tier X book. This is definitely a top tier X book. Yeah, Wolverine, top tier. Ben Percy knows exactly what he's doing with the character, um, but... In this arc, anyway, with Juan Jose Rip, it's the art that is carried for me. Um, the story has been good. It's sort of like a back to basics in a way with with Logan, which is hard to, hard to even say because he's had so many basics. You know, you know what I mean. There's like crazy weapon X Logan, and then there's like feral yeah. Logan, and then there, does he have metal on his bones? Does he not? You know, there's so many weird angles there, but yeah. this is definitely exploring the character in a valuable way, and I've. I've adored it. It's been a great run. It's also been an amazing heel turn for uh, Beast. He has been the biggest bastard in this book. He's doing to Logan the thing that he knows is his worst nightmare, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense. Because that's what governments have always done to, to Wolverine. So it makes sense that now that Krakoa is Beast the is specific. Beast is his worst friend. motherfucker. No, he's yeah, it was. I was. Beast has higher priorities, okay? Beast is trying to save him. Dude, nation, don't try right? to justify Beast. He's I know, such a I know. Bastard. I can't even do it with a straight face. I can't even he's an asshole. He's a bastard. But there is a side that you can sort of understand in a twisted dark way you know what i mean he's not as bad as dark beast like dark beast did it just to be an asshole at least hank has sort of that outwards no i had the best interest of krakoa of krakoa at heart well but, road to hell's being paved to good exactly yep yep 100 dude 100 uh and x-men number 18 also top tier i'd say maybe the third oh for sure yeah book. well uh, there's a lot of really good ones this is crowded out by uh, things like X-Men Red and Wolverine's probably a little bit better, but this is damn good. And we're revisiting one of the more interesting things from Hickman's run. We're getting uh, old lady Laura out yeah. of the vault, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we thought she was dead. You know, it's actually mm-hmm. against the law to clone someone or not clone. Sorry. To resurrect someone, even though it is technically cloning them to resurrect someone. Uh, who isn't dead. So yeah, this is going to lead to all kinds of problems. It's going to lead to all kinds of big problems. Um, my guess is old lady Laura don't make it out. That's my guess. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's my guess. They both going to be hanging out. It'll be fun for her and sync to get together. What if she gets out and is moodily, like mortally wounded and says, no, Jean, dude, let the young know my memories. You know what I mean? I'm sure some writer will play with that at some point, yeah. It's very exciting, though. It's very exciting. Because, yeah, that was one of the best threads left over from Hickman's vault and shit like that, you know. Uh, All right, moving on. Dynamite. A lot of shit from Marvel, though, this week, man. A lot of shit. Uh, Hell Sonya, number two. You know there's like 100 different Sonyas now, right? There's a green Sonya, red Sonya, yellow Sonya. 
<laughs> one for every color uh, of the rainbow. Yeah, it's like a, a spectrum DC uh, rings. But that's it from from Dynamite, Mind Warp, and uh, Hell Sonia. So there you go, Vampirella, Mind Warp. Oh, there also is Vampirella versus Red Sonia. I guess that's something if you're into that stuff. But there you go, Vampirella, Red Sonia times two. Moving on. Dave. Alrighty. Um, finally. I don't follow Dave the series a whole lot, the but, the, uh, but the Alpha Betas, number four, the C, uh, C cover variant, I do like that just because uh-huh. it's an homage to like the original uh, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear. Yeah. yeah. No, Actually, it wasn't solid. It was just called Metal Gear back then, I think. Yeah. Well, it's been a long yeah. time. <laughs> oh, right. right. Uh, it's a, no, it's... I remember playing that cartridge, man. Oh, I yeah. was terrible at it. It was a it was top was down trying to game. stealth game. Was yeah, fun. it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what else, okay. man? Uh, it's kind of Billionaire a... Island Cult of Dogs is Cult of Dogs has been great. That's uh, what's his name? Um, uh, yeah, Mark Russell and Steve Pugh. Great, great book. Uh, great book. It's really uh, woke. It's really anti-capitalist. Yeah. Oh, it's. Not a lot of big debuts this week. Um, one book that yeah. did kind of catch my interest just because it was uh, it seems um, to be like supporting a good cause is coming home number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, essential from what I understand, it's essentially kind of uh, retelling the stories of uh, British soldiers coming back from like war zones, and I believe that yeah. uh, proceeds yeah. go to a, a foundation to help. You know, like you know, I guess the UK equivalent, like the Wounded Warrior veterans. Project and stuff. Yeah, veterans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The art is wild. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's got a variety it's varied, of stuff. various artists and stuff. But yeah, yeah. It, it Even cartoonists. Like a... I mean, th- these are cartoonists here. These are cartoonists. You know, yeah. I'm just saying it's it's a really diverse sort of sort of cast here of creators. Um. Dead Kingdom yeah, uh, is just I mean, a book I've been following. No, I don't want to get off this. I don't want to get oh. off uh, Coming Home, man. Yet I want to look at this art. It's it's gorgeous, and it's such a, a variety of art. So well done. Cool. Yeah. What's the next one? The Dead Kingdom is uh, next. Just a little ways down on the list. It's yeah, just, Dead yeah. Kingdom. I haven't gotten into this. It's it's um undead. It's undead fa- uh, fantasy. So. <laughs> It's pretty fun, right? Um, yeah. Uh, I was kind of excited for this other one. Then I realized it's a reprint. It was the Boogeyman book, but it's Boogeyman yeah, number one New York, York Comic Con reprint. So yeah, um, yeah. If you kind of like, Dynamic if you do kind of, if you kind of like uh, the next book on the list, if you like, um, like Nightmare on Elm Street, and there's like nightmares and dreamscapes. Another book, I believe yeah. that's what our movie that was like, had like Randy Quaid in it. Dream Dennis Master, Quaid. you mean? Not Dream Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, it's been a while. It was there was a book that's where people get into people's about? dream. No, it's not a book. Well, Dream Master is the book. I'm just saying that it's very akin to a book, a movie like Nightmare on Elm Street and like Nightmares and uh, Dreamscapes. There's a like an old '80s movie where you can enter people's oh, okay. dreams. Dave, that, got that one has too. not persisted oh, cool. into the modern day. I have no idea. Yeah, that one has not about. lasted. As, yeah, yeah, yeah that, not the longevity of the Freddy Krueger, you know, shit. But uh, Jonathan Hedrick's great. He did a book called The Recount, which is getting a sequel very soon. Really cool guy. Really, yeah. really fun guy. Um, um end yeah, after end. That book. It was another book. Uh, number five. Number five. A series there. Yeah, that's a wrap uh, on that. I believe one. so. I think that's the final final issue of the series. It's it's a really weird, but it's kind of like a fantasy thing too. It's a weird, yeah. But it it kind of like it shifts between like you know the modern world and a fantasy world. It's kind of like it's very it's very strange to explain it. Yeah, Um, fun though, fun though. uh, I don't know if the shop's going to get the next book, uh, Final Gamble Number One. Yeah, I would doubt it. I would doubt it. It does look interesting, but it's on a very obscure publisher, yeah, uh, Band of Bards. But it's basically a couple of guys fall in with a bookie and then have to go and enter like a, a, a human hunting contest where they're getting hunted or some shit. Or they're yeah. hunting and they're all hunt. You know what I mean? Like a gladiator yeah. sort of thing. Battle Royale, Last yeah. Man Standing. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, seems really cool, man. Seems, I'm hoping I can find a copy premise, online. Interesting premise. I just don't know if our shop will get it. Yeah, I don't think so. I, it'll be hard to find this in paper. It'll be hard to find this in paper. Uh, let's see. If you're a big fan, if you're a big fan of um, where did it go? All right. If you're a big fan of a Cayman Rider, we've got a Cayman Rider number uh, zero one zero one issue two is out. Yeah, Brandon Easton writing this very you know well known guy. It's on Titan Comics. Um, they're more of a British publisher, which is probably why this is on there on their you know line because oh yeah they're probably didn't more titan, fans of this yeah. titan didn't titan like pick up like tank girl a while back i believe that yes. was titan yep um yep. what was they did some james bond stuff and there was like you know rivers of england yeah of, they lost that London. james bond stuff it went yeah, yeah it they went lost to it to dynamite but they yeah. did publish james bond for a while um, a lot of variants for this one very nice yeah nick uh the next one is Monsters of Metal, Krampus in Concert. It's just, I, I, you know, the Krampus going on a, basically a rock Yeah, this rock seems port. so stupid. This seems, um, but this Opus, uh, this, this yeah, Opus, these creators, comics, um, Opus Jason, Comics, they, they're like translating like these like crazy movies into comic book form now. They had one like last week, with, yeah, which was yeah. based off and of Death Gasm. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool, though. Pretty cool. Opus is, yeah, they're an up-and-comer. They're, they got a niche. They found themselves a niche, you know. Uh, what else, man? Uh, I think that's about like it. Like you said, the there comic... aren't any, any debuts, dude. No, there there isn't a whole lot of debuts. Um, The only other book that really, the only other thing that's really caught my uh, attention here is a, uh... it's a, Gorgo collected volume. It's Silver Age Classics. It's Silver Age Classics Gorgo. It's a oh okay okay. It's a British kaiju. Right, right. So oh, these wow. are these are all like the it's stories. Got some Steve and stuff. Dicko art in there. Yeah, this is this yeah, is all like um, comic book stuff that uh, they did uh, either around the time of the movie or after the movie. I know that Gorgo exists. That's about all I can tell you about him. But yeah, um, uh, I do know that it has a bit yeah. of a pedigree behind it. In in, in kaiju circles, nice. Gorgo is kind of making a comeback right now. They the that's rad. Particular, uh, particular, uh, I would say merchandise toy maker or something got the license to Gorgo before the end of last year, oh, and people are kind of excited about that. So we're nice. getting some like new nice. Gorgo merch coming. New Gorgo merch. Cool. Well, those are all the books coming. What out a time to be alive. Are a slew of them. <laughs> yeah, really I mean, is, well, man. you know, really if uh, you're one question for Dave before we see what we're looking forward to. Yeah, right. Did you read Trojan yeah. last week? I did not get a copy of that. All right, we'll talk about it later. Oh, dude, it's rad. You, it's right up your fucking alley, dude. You have got to find a copy. It's so good. Anyway, what are we looking forward to next week, gentlemen? Oh, well, Reliable's like Bone Wolverine sure. and uh, X-Men are all really good. Daredevil's up there. A lot of Marvel stuff this yeah. week. A lot of their like, dude, big guns so come out. there's so much Marvel. I mean, all the Marvel mainstays. The only thing on my list this week, besides I Am Batman, is Lazarus Planet Alpha number one from DC. The only two DC books, even on my radar this week. Um but I am Batman is just, you know, it's like reading Batman. You know, I read I am Batman just like I read Batman. It just happens. But, yeah, I'm really stoked to see where this Lazarus planet is heading. I'm really excited to see that. But um, um, and I guess the big call out for Marvel for me is the Miles Morales, you know, Spidey book. I'm really stoked for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Black Cloaks from Image. Seems okay. Little Monsters. Okay. Seems okay. Uh, I actually of kind of excited of for this Nemesis Reloaded. Yeah, are you a fan of the Nemesis books? I I did pick them up back in the day. Cool, uh, cool. Very oh, nice. What was it? Uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse has a, a book that I think's coming to it's the series is finalizing. Masquerade. Yes, Masquerade is ending. Yep, is, that is has been a that has been a really interesting series. Yeah, it, we talked about it a little bit, but 
yeah, it's been okay. It's been all right. Uh, other than that, um, just some of my uh, you know non-Marvel stand uh, standalone. Something is killing the children. Right, right. The uh, mainstays. The mainstays. Yeah. There's not a whole yeah. lot independent-wise I'm probably going to pick up this week. I think I'm probably going to go pretty heavy into Image, Dark Horse, Boom, and maybe... The big boys. The big boys. Yeah. Awesome. yeah I, I, nothing nothing, nothing at Marvel's really like saying I need to pick it up. Yeah. Uh, a Human Target from DC. Nice. Good call out. Good call out. Uh, awesome. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. If you loved us, you'll love the bullies. Go check them out. They did a show last night. You can find them in all the channels that we're on uh, or go to outrightgeekery.com and find links to everything that they got going on. Uh, Eli, Eli and Leroy doing just a really fun pop culture show You know, every week. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, and outrightgeekery.com has got links to everything we got. YouTube, social media, all the shit. Uh, go to outright, or pardon me, go to Facebook. Search for Outright Geekery. Join the group page over there. Andy's running that thing. It's a shit ton of fun. Um, we have fun over there all the time. Uh, what else? Come back Sunday. We're going to do our news and review show, our weekly shit where we talk all the new news worth newsing about comic books and review our favorites of the week previous. Uh, yeah, this guy. This guy, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Always hanging out. Um but yeah, thanks again, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. But most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always fun. Indeed, indeed. We we are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. What a world, what a world.